It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by FreshAirLife.com. That's F-R-E-S-H-H-E-I-R-L-I-F-E.com. Everybody, this is Keith, and you are listening to Thank God for the Group Chat today. Everybody is to my right. And, um, who are you today? I am Harmony. I stay Harmony. <laughs> okay. And to her right, we have Victoria. Oh my goodness, we about this is what we doing today. All right. You usually <laughs> say our names, so I, I was not. I prepared. let her rock. <laughs> Would you like us to introduce ourselves? Yo, go ahead. Yo. I, I'll bind it right now in that name of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, this is lying. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. <laughs> you ready? I'm glad you're ready. I'm glad everybody's here. Um I mean not everybody's here, but I'm glad all the people that are here today are here. Um today, um I don't know if we've got a whole lot to talk about, but um it's again, I'm always for the the banter and the interesting topics. Yeah. Uh, there's always a hot take somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that, mm. that, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, first and foremost, um, I just want to ask how everybody's week was. How's every, how was everybody's week? <laughs> it was, I, yeah, it was good. You it had was a good. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I worked a 5K on Sunday morning. That was crazy. You walked a 5K? Worked. Okay. Worked. My knees would probably not allow that. I thought you said that. you walked a 5K. I no. was like, yo, uh, <laughs> okay. It was a 5K, 15K, and if yeah. anybody, like, if you're in Atlanta, you know it rained all morning on Saturday, right. on Sunday. So that was uh, that was crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Not just to do it, but to see the amount of people that still came out and ran. Yeah. It was thousands of people. Wow. Running in the rain. Well, I mean, you worked it. Where were you working? Where were you? So, like, help set up. Oh yeah, stuff like that. Okay. So, Wait, uh, like some temp stuff or? Uh yeah yeah yeah. All right. It was good. Dope. Straight. Everybody else, how was everybody else's week weekend? What y'all do? What's going on? Mine was fine. Yeah. It was a lot of work, but there was some play. One of my friends is leaving Atlanta, so oh, weekend dang. was spent sending her off. Good reasons. Yeah, she's going to LA <laughs> for good oh, reasons. You gotta ask, man. <laughs> nah, she's not getting locked up or anything. Or... <laughs> they going away. <laughs> going away. <laughs> you never know. Mm. Moving away, rather. That's what's up. Okay. Oh, gotcha. I had a major life event um, past week. I'm a homeowner now. Oh, shout out to you, yeah. guys. I experienced every emotion that is possible on the day of closing. It's it's a it's a it's a story in and of itself, but I am very happy to be on this side. How long was your process like from I put an offer on this house October thirtieth. Golly. So it like it's been a long journey. Wow. 
and now I'm on part two of the journey because yeah. you be you be wishing once you get those keys that all right now now it's done but there's there's plenty of other work so now I'm in the the sequel to the to the is closing it, is it done are you like are you gonna like rehab it like there's I mean there's minor repairs that I'm okay. gonna do but I need to recoup it's it, the <laughs> the closing yeah, that's, that's closing was a drain <laughs> so yeah we'll we'll hit all that maybe in the fall. Well, I had a, um, I think I had a decent weekend, I feel. Um, what did I do? I don't remember. No, I can never remember what I did. And I don't, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I just don't, <laughs> I, my memory is bad. Um, I remember I went to my friend's house for the Super Bowl. I remember. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> that was yesterday. I know that. that Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, so that happened. Um. I hate that I asked y'all how y'all stuff was, and I don't remember how mine went. But next week, I promise I'll be better. Um, let's what? Now you find like I I don't remember anything before Sunday either. I don't like, remember, I just, man. Saturday, what did I do? You Dad, had a uh, huh? Didn't you go to a funeral on Saturday? I did oh, go yeah, to a funeral. Yeah, yeah. Why would I want to remember that? Yeah, yeah you probably repressed that. I'm sorry. Huh? You brought it back up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Dad, yeah, I did go to a funeral. Um, prayers out to the uh, Martin Smith family. Um, um, it's actually my um, babysitter's, my old babysitter's daughter. She wound oh, up word. moving. They wound up all moving down here in 2006. Yeah. So, and she she's an elderly woman. She was an elderly woman then. Okay. You know, but then you know, and her daughter was um 65 when oh, she passed. Okay. Still looked amazing. You know, it's just like this this sudden thing. Yeah. You know, like she just got sick and then she passed. Oh, that's and like so, so crazy. like this is, and this is not funny, but it's hilarious. So like I'm at the funeral. Right? <laughs> you, you did tell us about. I, I ain't tell all y'all about it. I went, so I'm at the funeral, right? And the pastor pops up. Now I want to say this, and I hope they never hear this, but when I die, I'm tell you this specifically. Yeah. When I die, and if I die before you, bro. Well, well, shoot, yeah, okay, yeah. If I die before you. Get me a good pastor. Get me a good preacher oh, to do Dottie. my funeral, bro. Dottie. Huh? Do you really think I'm going to die before the hottie? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, snap, bro. I'm not, I'm not thinking. <laughs> you just said, a good, pa- you said a good No, you said a good pastor, and I automatically up. went, oh, the hottie. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't, no, no. I okay, don't I got to. you. I'm going to keep that in mind. Because I would have said my dad if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's trying to outlive them. <laughs> oh man! Anytime he said good pass, my mind automatically goes, "Oh yeah, the hottie." Like, right, I, right, right, right. Yeah, I understand. No, so no, man, I, y'all can't. So this is how this is how it happened, and I'm telling y'all verbatim. This is what was said. He gets up there, and I really, I really hope this family never hears. This. <laughs> I, I don't. I can't imagine that they would. So I'm sitting down. Pastor gets up. I'm thinking. I'm looking at the at the church. I'm like, shoot. I might come back here. They got praise and worship team. It looks like they got it going on over here. I was ready. I was down to come back until he got up there and said this. This is what you never want at your funeral. Okay, you never want this. I even know she was sick. (laughs) I even know she was sick. Um, y'all got, <laughs> I got staff. That's why I got staff to tell me when somebody's sick. 
I got staff that'll tell me when oh, somebody. So I got staff that'll tell me when there's no toilet paper in the bathroom, but no staff to tell me when somebody's sick. Good lord, <laughs> so. That was his opening you're statement. Like, Reckless. Like, oh, just reckless. And it was all down here for there. I thought I'm like, all right, cool. He getting the jitters out. He was like, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at. I'm like, you don't say. I'm not good. I'm not good at this. I'm not. I, I like to talk about life. I don't like to talk about death. I'm like, well, we got a funeral, sir. Right? Here we are. This is you a pastor, bro. Yeah, That's, I'm, I'm not. Out. I can't. Um, I'm not gonna be able to go to the burial because I have another home going service to attend. <laughs> and he started talking about all this other stuff. And he was like, he was like, yeah, we working on getting a new building, and uh, we'll get a new building when um my congregation gets more faith. <laughs> <laughs> he said they don't have enough faith, so when they and what you know what he means yeah, by that, like when, yeah, when they get enough, yeah, yeah. they start putting their money with their mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that talk, y'all not giving. <laughs> yeah, so, oh no, my cousin came. My cousin, my cousin came okay. down. It was cool, but um, yeah. So yeah, that I mean. I think I did something Saturday night. I don't remember, but it's neither here nor there. I thought this would be more eventful, but it's not. It's all right. I feel like I did something. I can't remember. And Victoria be saying that she be. It was a lot of work, and then she got to play a little. She okay. Business meetings. I don't even. They know always know why she be at business these meetings. business meetings. Yeah. <laughs> That's supposed to mean. Now <laughs> I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you, but it looked like you be playing a lot, which is cool. Which well, is fine. It's fine. That is not shade in any way. I don't show like the me sitting at home <laughs> for hours on end in my head wrap, like sending emails <laughs> all day. <laughs> like, <laughs> unfortunately, social media is the highlight reel, and it's when I'm out and about. She be acting like all her all her posts look sound like when she's like writing them out, like she don't really want to be there. I rarely do. You rarely do want to be. Don't tell nobody. It depends. Don't tell nobody you don't want to be there. I feel okay. You prime setting example. Up the event, the event, setting up the event and having to stay at the event when you don't plan on it okay, yeah. is one thing. Having to stay at something six to seven hours longer than you planned to because it wasn't getting done right? Mm. No. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. I know that's right. But, Take it right. Bro, that is the Look, man. That's the worst, man. Met some cool people, though. That's always the silver lining. That's, it's always yeah, the goal to find the silver lining. But, yeah. I'm like, sometimes I just want to be home. Yeah. Hey, yeah, makes all right. sense. Well, let's get into it. Um, so let's start off with a pond further review. Um, so Larry, is it? I think it's Larry Nasher. Nasher. I think it's hmm. Nasher. Actually, what's that? Was that Swedish or something? Nasher. I don't know. It, it means it means he going away for a long time. <laughs> um, Roughly translated. Yeah. <laughs> It means forever. That's what that means. He, I think he got some more stuff tagged did. on. Did he? Yeah. Why bother? I mean, you want to give people. This is why you bother. You make sure that it's like so. There were people involved in this, right? Yeah. So you want to make sure that everybody uh, is vindicated. Justified. You want to make sure that justice is served. Yeah. I get so that. like, I get that. yeah. So it's like he's doing one. He's doing one sixty five or one seventy five or whatever. Yeah. And, but it's like what? But what about my thing? What about it's my like, ten? Well, you already doing one seventy five. So yeah, you got to make sure he get he That's feel every piece. fair enough. Yeah, he gonna feel it. They gonna whip yeah. him in jail. 
I'm going to. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how to pray for this dude. Like honestly, because you don't want him to like. Like I don't want to pray for like Lord. I don't know. Like I. I don't know. You don't how want to pray him to for prosper. Him. I no, I don't. Yeah, I don't not want him to prosper either. Yeah, it's a weird like. Yeah, it's like I'm still trying to find. Like, but how much would he prosper? It's in like this, this like a moral purgatory in. of some sorts. Like, mm. like how do you shift between? See, this is where you need balance. I thought I thought you would have picked. I thought you would have picked up on this. Right, I was like, I was waiting on her to say something about it. We had a conversation about balance earlier before we started recording. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's like this weird, like empty space of you. You evaluate it from the the justice system part of it of like, yo, justice is being served. But then you look at I don't know what the girl's name was and her message to him about like even though they're like what you've done and who you are like there is still like it's crushing the guilt will be crushing but there like it's still grace to be found where none should be like but it's like all right cool that's good to say but i'm 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 still trying to throw you off a roof bro like right so it's that space of uh, i'm not gonna throw you off the roof but i'm not i don't i'm not out here wishing you well bro right like I, yeah, I also like because you know some like that type of situation. You know, in like a couple of months or you know, what's going on in my head, as morbid as it sounds, you I feel like in a couple of weeks I'm going here on the news that this dude didn't make it. You know yeah, I mean for one reason or the other. Yeah, you know I mean they definitely got to put him in. Um, He's gonna be in solitary, solitary, yeah. solitary confinement if they're gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like, but then, but you can't be in solitary confinement for the rest of your life unless you plan on going crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, it's, I'm not wishing this on him. I'm just, I'm praying that, yeah, it's like, dang, I'm praying that you don't, um, I'm praying that you don't kill yourself. Yeah. I'm praying that nobody kills you, but then you still in there for the rest of your life. It's like, dang, you know what I mean? Like, what should I be praying for? How should I be praying? Go ahead, Victoria. I just, I don't know. I feel like for me, my prayer would just be for him to like confront his demons because I don't know that he has. Uh, yeah. Just based on like watching the videos of him in court and just hearing some of the things that he said. But it's just like, I feel like that's, in my mind, like that's the first step. It's just like you need to essentially like face your demons and own up, like actually own up to what you've done mm-hmm. in order for like any form of like reconciliation to happen. Well, that's if he feels like there's anything to confront. No, I know, but that's the thing. But yeah. knowing, like, there are things for him to confront. But mm. what if I don't confront him? Mm. I'm still in here for... I'm still in here for the rest of my for, life. For three lifetimes. So what's what's the issue with that? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if I don't confront... That's what I'm saying. No, I don't know. I can't control what he does or does not do. But I'm mm. saying from the standpoint of, like, praying for someone. Yeah. Like, I feel like the okay. first step in him being able to have any type of um, reconciliation... Like, he has to personally face his demons. That's good. I can't do anything about that because I'm out here. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shade intended, but... Mm. Um... <laughs> I can't yeah. do anything about it because I'm, okay. yeah. I'm free. I'm free. Um, but yeah, I guess like from a praying standpoint, that's what I feel I have the power to do. Yeah, yeah. But what he chooses to do, well, 
My, I guess my thing is like just the finality of it all. It's like, so you realize and you've confronted your demons, like, now what? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm still there for the rest of my life. And I guess that's like where we got to think eternally, I suppose. Yeah. And just think like, even though you're on the inside, I don't know. I mean, not to say that life is all about reaching people, but it's a large part of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I just, yeah, realizing it, and then it's like, I don't want real him realizing it to go to waste, I suppose. Mm. I think that's this what it is. True. Like, I realized it. Okay. Okay, okay I realized it. <laughs> All right. I got 200-something years to realize it. You know well, what I mean? there's an entire micro, like, culture world in prison. So it's not mm, like he'll be completely cut off from, like, he will have a life. It will be nothing like what it was, but he'll have a completely new life that he will die in mm. um and i think him not being grateful for that would be another issue especially after everything he did with the first part that's of his real. life my goodness that's real <sighs> in other <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this is so morbid man it's, it's heavy yeah so in other news and lighter news <laughs> yep. Let's let's just move on. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> Great segue. Mm. Harmony. <laughs> let's talk about. <laughs> let's put it all on you. Right? <laughs> let's talk about this Monique stuff for one last time. After this week, I'm done. After this week, I am done. This is we're still in the palm further review, so like I could justify it. But um, you sent me a um. You sent us a link yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. You sent it to me. I sent it to the group. Yeah. You sent it to the other group chat. Yeah. I sent it to, to the, the I think it the Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Their group chat's being had. Right. <laughs> yeah, like five different groups. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Those are the ones you know about. <laughs> wow. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah. So Monique, uh, I don't and I I forgot who posted this, but it went. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it went viral, but it was on the internet. Uh, and they, an email of the terms of Monique's, you know, quote unquote Netflix possible deal, um, was was leaked. It was put out there, and the terms were so people were like, "Oh my gosh, Netflix is crazy. They're wrong." Blah blah blah. So basically, some of the terms were like, all right, you perform this special, we'll pay for you to record this special, and um, which would have been $340,000 from the pay for production and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was still getting the $500,000. Like, that, the production money had nothing to do with the money that they were giving her. So essentially, they were going to spend upwards, well, close to a million dollars on producing the entire thing and paying her. Yeah. Okay, fine. The deal was whatever material you perform and the material and the video, all the content we own. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't perform any of the content on tour. Oh, I got it right here. Oh, you got it. My yeah, I got it. I'll, yeah, I'll read it. Um, so this is from the Shade Room. Um, and, and Reliable head, sources. Right. But in the headline says Monique's Netflix deal was really bad or really was bad. I don't have dyslexia. Really was bad is basically what they. But they tried was to really, bad. really was bad Yeah really It was, was like bad. It really was bad really Like cause she's saying It was bad Was really bad Line 
Huh? Yeah, 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 my bad. Oh, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and it reads, hi, Ricky. Just following up. Thanks. Oh, it says, um, I am pleased to send. Siri, think I'm calling her. I'm not calling you. Um, I am pleased to send you our proposed terms for Monique's, for Monique, I can't read today, Netflix original comedy special. Please review the terms below and get back to us by the expiration date. Looking forward to hearing from you. Many thanks, Jamal. So, of course, they got to have like a Jamal. Got a Jamal at Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, and under here, it says <laughs> confidential he, he proposal even, terms. He probably doesn't even work in the contract department. <laughs> right. like, let get, Jamal say yeah, it. Yeah, get Jamal on. <laughs> <laughs> he knows who Monique is. <laughs> And right under it, but um, ironically, it says confidential proposal of terms. <laughs> of course. So in, um, it continues to read, Netflix original stand-up special featuring Monique. Mm. They already let you know. Mm-hmm. This ain't about you. Here we go. It says, number one, one hour special is to be shot at a date slash location to be determined. To be approved by Netflix. Number two, Netflix owns copyright a program and controls all exhibition rights. Number three, Netflix retains all audio only rights in and to the special. Number four, for twelve mo- for twelve months after our premiere, after our premiere, Monique cannot tape or negotiate with any third party with respect to her Netflix to with respect to her next comedy special. After these 12 months, we get first negotiation, first refusal right for her next special. Hmm. Number five, for 24 months after our premiere, we ask that Monique not perform or use the material from our special in any recorded program, audio only or audio visual work. Then we ask for a first negotiation slash first refusal right after the 24 months in the event she does not want to use the material elsewhere. Number six, Monique gets written and performed by credit, edit, um, EP credit, company logo credit. Number seven, Monique agrees to market slash to promote the special. Number eight, it's only 10, eight. Netflix retains creative and business controls, including choice of production company and final cut. Number nine, for the above, I can offer a talent fee of $500,000 with Netflix also covering the production budget, $310,000 for an all-in fee of eight eight hundred. wait. $840,000. <laughs> Eight hundred and ten thousand. Eight hundred and ten thousand. I'm putting further review. It was eight hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Number ten. All terms confidential to the parties. What say ye? This wasn't nothing but a record deal. I yeah. I don't see this wasn't nothing but a record deal. Yeah. All they said was you do the material and we own your masters. Right. I I don't. It, it pretty much makes sense. So yeah, shade room is off on this. It's it's not a bad deal. This is what a typical deal is. And it's like, you can't perform this for two years. Some people can't. Like, it's just, this wasn't number record deal. And this only makes sense. Yeah. So if I'm trying to make money, then I want to, I don't, I want to be the sole. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be the sole um, 
source for this um for this work. I don't want people to say, "Oh, I saw this." I saw this live. I don't have to watch this Netflix special if I'm trying to make money. Mm-hmm. That just makes sense. It makes sense for her too. Mm-hmm. If she's thinking about it, and she, and she don't have to think about it that hard. And, and my thing is, was this the? I mean, if we're putting all the information that's been coming out, was this the 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 post her not wanting to audition deal? Because if that's the case, I'm then assuming that this is if the, that's the case. This is the post audition deal. She came and auditioned. If, the, if you come to them. Like if you come like there's no man, like when you approach people to do stuff, like there's a certain amount of leverage that you lose at times. Mm-hmm. Especially if there's a lack of relevance or clout at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know? So to me, I'm like, man, if they said to you, Hey, we'll give you three million, you just gotta audition yeah. and we'll give it to you. But then your your rebuttal is well, Dave didn't have to do it. Chris Rock didn't have to do it. Right. Well, like we said, but they also called them. But they also didn't have to call us. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you you called us. They they were sitting at home minding their business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And my thing is, if man, are you are you you working? Like I like I said, the last thing I saw you was in like almost Christmas. I don't think she working, man. So my thing is like, man. What 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 are we talking about right now? We're, we're talking about the fact that she she's on a blacklist. Um, I mean, the own network won't work with her. Lionsgate won't work with her. Fox won't work with her. Tyler Perry won't work with her. Yeah, because they said she's difficult to work with. Because she's extremely difficult to work with. And so if she wants to be in a position where people who are open to yeah. experimenting and maybe you are doing better... And yeah. you're gonna throw like you're gonna have, throw a fit and have attitude that you're not in a position to do that. If you're trying to rebrand yourself, get back out there and show people that you can be worked with, this is not the way to go about it. Yeah, this was to me this was a chance of redemption, and she kicked it to the curb because she's she's lacking humility. Wait, <laughs> they trying. She not <laughs> exactly. She not getting it though because <laughs> it's like now you got nothing. Now and there's another company that's not gonna work with you because you didn't share it all. They confidential. <laughs> and my man, and my thing is like, man, you could have did this and like bet the bag on yourself. You could have took two fifty or a hundred out of that five hundred thousand dollars, flipped it, like redid your own like special with new material, so Netflix can't say to you, "Oh, you can't use that." No, no, hey, these new, I got new jokes. Right. Like and come back again. Like, come on, right. man. Right. I think a lot of this is becoming like it's just a slap, a slap in the face to people that are like grinding and working hard. Yeah. To to like right. fulfill and, and pursuing their dreams, man. And yeah. and you just you tripping, man. She gonna make it so she she works nowhere Never. ever again. Nowhere. That's what she's gonna make it. Like, is this this is how you act? This is how you act when we're trying to negotiate something or not try to negotiate. Like, this is how you act. Like, you try to make it so everybody attacks you. And somebody made this. I want to make this point. Then I'm then I'm done. We offer this. She still has her old special up on Netflix. Oh, it's there. Yeah, it's there. Bye. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here we go. Um, what I can remember that happened this weekend was the Super Bowl. So, um, Victoria, you watched the Super Bowl. 
I did. You did? I did. What are your thoughts on the game? That game was long. The game was long. It felt long. I, Mainly because it was like, I was very... I, I probably went shouldn't in, have started with you. Stop. Listen. Okay. I was not invested <laughs> to the game going in, honestly, because the Falcons weren't playing, so I was like, whatever. But as it unfolded, I became very invested in the Patriots losing. Mm. And I was very pleased with the outcome. Um, <laughs> it was an elation. I didn't expect to feel so happy that the Patriots lost, but I was beyond happy. Yeah, it related. almost felt like we won something, even though we didn't. But no, y'all did. I know. Um, but no, it really just felt like a win for America ah, um, against the Patriots. Against the Patriots, the and. But no, it was good. It came down. I don't know. I thought for a second that Tom Brady was going to do something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was very concerned. You can't put it like, past him. Had to wait till it hit zero. And yeah. then I was able to celebrate fully. <laughs> but shout out to the Eagles. <laughs> Y'all did a good deed. Mm, did a good deed. Lon. Uh, I, it, it was a good football game. It really was. It was a really good football game. It was a good game. game. And it's, it's the best one I feel like for. Since the past few, I think in the past few since years, since the Giants, because stuff be them. like it'd be like oh one sided or lopsided a lot of times, yeah. and like we didn't get a good game out of the Patriots, out of the Patriots Falcons game, until like maybe the second half second of the third half, quarter. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think the only other game I can remember that I like felt I felt like I enjoyed was when the Giants beat them like in the last minute. Like yeah. Like that I was mean, the last time I felt like, yo, this is this is a, a good great, football game. Yeah, great football game. Yeah. Yeah, but it was man, it was a good football game. I think it was good for the sport of football in the sense that I don't know. It just felt like it felt like the game made sense. Right. I mm-hmm. think a lot of times you, you look at the Super Bowl and you're like, man, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, like even last year, like. The twenty eight three and I'm like, ah, oh, this doesn't make any sense. And you're like, oh yeah, they lost. It's just yeah. like, I don't know. It just felt like, yeah, it felt good. I wanna, I want people to not say that the NFL is rigged. Yeah, for this very reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying the Philadelphia. Let me tell y'all this: the Philadelphia Eagles are probably like the blackest team very. in 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 America right now. Yes, they're the blackest football. I mean. Football doesn't exist. Football as we know it in America mm-hmm. doesn't exist elsewhere pretty much. But they're trying to get it over there in Europe and London. Yeah, and they're, not, they're not. Doing but uh, <laughs> they be sending like the Jets and stuff yeah. over there. Like in the, the, um, Jets to pay the, the Bengals the and stuff. And yeah, the, the bad teams over there. Didn't like, they play in Mexico this year too, last year too? They might have, but, yeah. you know, it ain't over here. Um, yeah. yeah, so I need, I need all – I haven't heard any of that rigged – Stuff. I haven't heard any of none. Like so, y'all keep that to yourselves next year. If he yeah. comes back and decides not, to win next year, I'm not for the Tom whole rig conversation. I'm not I, for it. I am for the like, man. Bill Belichick is up to something. What do you mean? I don't know. He looked like he was up to something. He always as soon looks as like he, he threw, <laughs> as soon as he threw the head uh, the headphones off, <laughs> as soon as he threw the headset off, he started thinking about next year. I was like, this dude. He always he's looks like he's up to something. And I'm like, man, I feel like I can't trust you. You know? 
not in the, the you don't you don't have no reason to trust no him. not in the personal about? sense of like we friends and i have a reason to trust you but in the sense of like you look like you're poisoning the water supply stop and we don't know <laughs> In that way, not in it. Like, All you know, he's trying to do is win football games. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was definitely. Um, I mean, it's long. The, the um, Super Bowl is going to be long. Yeah, they're going to draw it out. They're going to make the timeouts long because of the commercials. They got to do all. And I speaking of the commercials, the commercials were trash. They were terrible. <laughs> trash. They were the ninety five percent of them were terrible. I can I can't even remember the one that I thought was good. And let's speak about trash commercials. I am highly disappointed in the Giants. Oh, with the uh, the NFL commercial. In the, yes, these commercials that they put on. What in the world was that? Odell and was so hype I'm, about it. So I'm sitting here. Yeah, he I mean, it. get your money, Odell. Yeah. But come on. Um, as a as an avid Giants fan, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there with. Ain't nothing I'm sitting there with another Giants fan. I'm sitting there with my best friend. I've known him since I was eight years old. Sitting here with him, we watching the um the Giants come on TV. He's like, I know y'all ain't do no commercial, and y'all only won three games this year. Ain't nothing to celebrate. Then they did another commercial, and I was like, y'all might as well do another commercial. Do as many commercials as games y'all won this past season. They wound up doing five commercials. That's wow. great. Oh, five? I only saw two. Oh, that's They that's, did five. Oh, that's terrible. And one of them was like the weird, and people ain't rocking with it. Nobody, it wasn't funny. It was like mad weird. It was a weird commercial. I mean, but I expect that from Odell. I think he came up with the idea. Actually. He probably did. I think he came up. It. Hey, man, let's do, what's, what was that, Footloose? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, same thing. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Well, they dancing and they white and they lifting each other up. Step up. And ain't um Patrick Swayze and both of them. Nah, Footloose is Kevin Bacon. Really? Yeah. Why I know this, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad hmm. you do. Yeah, it's Kevin Bacon. All right, because I don't want to have to put this on a, <laughs> upon further review. <laughs> like next week, uh, who was the other popular white guy back in the '80s? First of all, my mom. <laughs> Sent me a link of news of a news a news app a news app that we can go to if we want to get our facts straight. I was like, Mom, this ain't about that. We are hot wow. take podcast. Thanks, Mom Robson. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to your podcast. It's good, but um, get y'all facts straight. She said, "Y'all very informal. Y'all um not informal." She said, "We give a lot of information." Um. So yeah, ha- um, yeah, the game was the game was pretty dope. I think it was the most. Uh, I pass- fell asleep in the first quarter. It was the most passing yards for a Super Bowl game ever in history. I want to be on record of telling y'all. I told y'all about Nick Foles, mm-hmm. and I told y'all that he was not a backup quarterback. He's just a backup quarterback to a better quarterback. Yeah, that's all that he is. Yeah. He is a good quarterback in this league. And what's crazy about it is, what's crazy about it is, is this man is the backup quarterback, won the Super Bowl, right? So that means you have to win. It's not like the NBA. You don't lose a game here or there on in yeah. route to the championship. You have to be you undefeated all your, all your to games. win the Super Bowl, right? This backup quarterback did that, right? When the um when the starting quarterback Carson Wentz, um. Fell ill, you know, uh, you know, had an injury or whatever, right? 
One Super Bowl MVP. Crazy thing about it, he's going to be the backup quarterback starting next year. He might. No, he don't might. He's not going to start how long next is year. His, uh, how long is he out? I don't know. He'll, he be, he'll be back next is, year. Nah, he tore his like, MCL or something like that. He'll it be was back. Really bad. He'll be back. Okay. And as soon as he's ready to be back, um, Nick Foles is hitting that bench. I don't so know. So here's my thing. To, but here's the thing. I don't think no, he's gonna no, care though. No, I mean, no. They, they like here's they why. love Jesus. They don't. They fall and Nick, shout out <laughs> Nick Foles and that coach who. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They love Jesus, I was man. Su- I was surprised. Was he was like first give. He was like um this is all due to my Lord and Savior Jesus like, Christ. I was like. So I think Whoa. it might work because it's like man like it's for glory of God man I don't care who plays. I think he cares who plays. I don't think he's a Tim um, Tebow. Yeah, I don't think he's that type. Nobody's Tim because Tebow. he can he can actually throw the football. So here's I mean, and that's not a dis. I mean, I love it's Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow. Timbo, Tim Te- Timbo. Tim Tebow knew how to win games. Yeah, he did. He couldn't throw, but he knew how to win games. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure he was like literally praying every time he caught a touchdown. Yeah, like Lord, because it's not by not by my power. <laughs> Right, not right. by my strength, not by my might, but by the Spirit, save the Lord. Um, no, but here's the thing: here's how it's going to play out, or here's how I think it should play out. You get um, Nick Foles. Yeah, granted, he's not a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. He's not. So what you do? But he's still a great. He's still a good still quarterback. Is. Still is. So what you do? Is you try in this offseason to trade for him? Hello. They're gonna look at they're gonna look at them like they're crazy. No, they're not. From a from a from a business sense, it makes sense. From a football, from a football fo- sense, it makes no, sense. No, from a football, he's got he's got value. From a football sense, to me, it looks like. But what else do they need right now? I don't know, but you need to get somebody else. But like, you know, I mean, I mean, they probably need they need a bigger cornerback for sure. They could get somebody for him because he's they not, need some big people in the backfield for the offense for sure. I get it. I get what you're saying. To them, it doesn't make sense to trade him. Yeah, it's like you're right. So what he should do is not. I mean, he needs to go elsewhere. Yeah, that, that needs Once to be on him. Once his contract is up, he needs to. go He has elsewhere. one more year. Yeah, he has one more year on his contract, and I so. think he's gonna ride it out. Yeah. And once it's over, it's over. Yeah. He got a championship, Super Bowl MVP. Can't take that away from him. Yeah, he's immortalized in Philly. Not right now. Absolutely. Especially after that trick play. In Foles, the, yeah, first quarterback bro, ever. Done, first bro. quarterback ever to, to score throw a touchdown and to catch a touchdown mm-hmm. in the same Super Bowl. Um, so that's probably. Yeah, he's. Yeah. yeah. Um, so moving on to the halftime performance. Um, I probably should have started with you for this one, I, but she texting so, so so Keila, Keila, I let you know, <laughs> Keila, I let you know Justin Timberlake um performed. I I, I gathered that on the social media the day after. I I was completely unplugged Sunday night. It was it was somewhat refreshing actually, very. Um, but I did see JT was JT was the I was playing um in sync at the job. You heard me. <laughs> mm. I was playing original. I, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. My brother had to ask, like, "Ooh, Justin Timberlake was part of it." See, it was funny. Oh, oh, how old is your brother? 
He's 31. Oh, no. Oh, hell no. But then <laughs> his response to that response was, come on, let, let, let's be honest. I don't need to know the names of all the dudes that were in NSYNC and know what high school they went to. That would be sketch. But you, but you should name. know that Justin right. Timberlake exactly. Everybody like, knows in sync. Yeah. Bare yeah. minimum. <laughs> right. But you know, maybe maybe he just wasn't thinking when he said it out loud. He probably doesn't know Casey and JoJo was part of Jodeci. Mm. I don't think those those are false parallels. I don't think yeah, that, so I don't that's, think that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you not. can't equate. I'm those. just picking groups and people yeah, now. That's nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So How yeah, he performed tonight. What, what are y'all thoughts on it? Y'all just go. I'm gonna let Victoria go ahead. I didn't like it. <gasps> you shocked that she didn't like it, or you I'm shocked it? she didn't like it. Really? I really thought you were going to love it. What didn't you like about it? Oh mm. man, we're going to argue. I really can't <laughs> tell if Keith is being sarcastic or not. But no, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I don't know. It just was not a good. Like, it was just all from jump to me. Like, his outfits bothered me. The costuming on all the backup dances bothered me. Mm-hmm. The progression of the songs bothered me. Mm. I wasn't interested in the, like the songs he chose. I was like, <gasps> he started off with filthy. Yes. I don't like filthy. And I don't like filthy. So I think well that already. <laughs> Wait, have you listened to the album though? It came out on I Friday. Haven't. I you don't have care not. for the album either. Good she hasn't heard the album, doesn't care for it. Good placement. Thank you for repeating. Album on Friday, Super Bowl on Sunday. I as, mean, yeah, as from well as a, New Jordans on Sunday a strategy well. point and the Jordan point, like it's 91. Good. Roll it out good. Uh, I'm not mad at them that. Them Jordans is ugly. From a business standpoint, but they sold out though. Because, <laughs> you know. That don't mean they not ugly. No, I, that's why I said, because, you know. Because them Balenciaga Jordans is selling out. They are the ugliest shoe I've You know what I realized about them? You can't have small like you, you can't be a thing. small person and put them on like you gotta. What person must you be to wear those? I don't ugly know, shoes? man. You gotta you gotta look good in them because I've seen who looks good in them, line. I've seen. I, I can't remember who I, I saw. I've seen a couple of people. They I, make them off. dirty. <laughs> <laughs> they make them dirty. It's certain colorways. So the red and black ones, the red, black, and white ones. I'm just saying there are two two pairs that I like <laughs> that I was like not like I was like. It's not that bad. That was it. I'm just saying. I'm pulling these up right now. Wait, are you talking about the sock shoe? No, the Balenciaga. Oh, okay. Not the sock, the the sock, sock sneakers. I don't like those either, I don't like they're those. not ugly. They're okay, not I thought me. we were talking about that. Which ones are we I'm about to pull them up. Y'all okay. keep talking, please. <laughs> okay, the Balenciagas, well. everybody has one. Like, uh... The, the, the Tracy Ellis one? Ross had a pair oh, one time, and she was like, "Don't talk, don't talk about images. my shoes because I like them a lot." Geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> they are ugly. They're geriatric shoes, uh, <laughs> geriatric couture, and it's not cute hey, at all. Um, they like what seven fifty a pop? <laughs> yes, eight hundred and fifty dollars at Neiman Marcus. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yes. No, not no. These are them. You gonna pull Kilo on your side now because she's gonna be like they trash. Look, at, y'all keep talking. Whoa. Y'all can't. Nobody else can <laughs> see these shoes. <laughs> Make sure y'all Google it as we're talking about it. Anyway, but yeah, Victoria didn't like Justin Timberlake. I didn't care for it. He should sit down. Um, and Tell then, us why. Also, so I already wasn't really that into it as he was performing. Um, I felt like there was too much movement and not enough singing. Um, mm. And then the he completely lost me when he did the Prince thing. He completely lost me. 
I felt like that okay. was disrespectful. Why? Okay. All right. We might agree on this. Why was it disrespectful? One, Prince did not like JT. He did not. Did not thought, like him. And I thought that I thought that while he was performing, I was thinking, I didn't know for sure until like later I was reading the stuff, but yeah. I was like, I don't think Prince liked a lot of people to begin with. Prince True. liked like 10 people. Basically. Yeah. It but, was like Jay-Z, Oprah. It was not a lot yeah, of people. It was not a lot of people. At all. Alicia Keys. It was a few. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead. But... It was disrespectful. Didn't like him. That was disrespectful. And then, I don't know. I'm just like the whole hologram thing. Also, just kind of, it wasn't even really a hologram. It wasn't a hologram. It was just it was a hologram. A, that sheet projector. Yeah, a sheet projector. I thought it was amazing. The projection. Mm. No, I mean like the performance. Yeah, I mean no, no, no. We're no. not on that yet. No, okay. the moment. I'm still on the, the moment. You not like it. I think the moment was nice minus JT. Like if he hadn't been there. I promise, I'm going to cut out everything up until this point. Wow. Thank y'all for finally turning up. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways. <laughs> I just didn't care for it. And then I just don't. Also, I just feel like there's just no clarity on like what Justin Timberlake is trying to achieve right now. I don't get it. it doesn't, he puts an album out every seven years, isn't he? I know yeah. he does, but I just feel like this album is just, for me, so starkly different not starkly different but like it's just moving in a direction i'm just kind of like even like everything like the whole branding of it i also don't get like his aesthetic now and the way he's presenting himself nothing like it just doesn't so let me i I, so here's here's my thought process to that great point maybe so justin timberlake is 36 Mm -hmm. seven soon to be 37 if not already is he 37 now because i only i wikipedia him not too long ago he was 36. I didn't think he was going to be 37. He's 37. His birthday was a couple weeks ago. All right. So 37. And as you said, he only puts out albums ever so often. Yeah. He knows that he's on the precipice of of um, being over the hill. You know what I mean? And so I feel like it's he knows that this is his last chance to be cool and his last chance to establish something and his last chance to be someone that has to someone that's creating the um creating the shift as opposed to someone who has to go with it yeah so maybe that's why hmm. and in mm, hmm. and it's, i think it's it's that moment where like you don't get to go away anymore yeah yeah, yeah. like you don't have the opportunity yeah. to go away for five years right. and drop an album right like, that almost it's, it's, never it's, works. Yeah, it's running out. It almost never works. And but if anybody could do it, he's 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 done it and you, done it well. I'll tell you this: white people can do that. Okay. Black people don't necessarily. Black artists don't necessarily have the luxury of going away. And not many. You, not many. Yeah. Yeah. Not many at all. Mm-hmm. I think the only people that I could think about right now that would be able to do that and survive is. Beyonce, mm-hmm. probably Solange because she just has a vibe about her. Uh, I feel like it's expected for Solange. Yeah, because she doesn't put up music out often either. Yeah, I mean, this was the first album that she did that went that did well. Yeah, but no, I feel like Solange's album did brand well. her is first, very much about like her first album. I'm gonna go off and self discover for ten more years. Right, and y'all gonna be okay. Yeah, and then she could come Cause back. Those songs, like, Here you go. you're right, because those songs are old anyway. They're old. Yeah. So his. But here's the deal. Y'all, see, people love to forget. People love to forget. I remember when Salons first came out and she sold 11,000 copies. 
Her first week. <laughs> Nobody want to talk about that. Everybody like, oh, cranes in the sky. No, no, I her second her album was good work. too. Cranes in the sky. Solange has definitely had a a journey. Okay. Oh Jesus. Wait, how do we end up on Solange? Because we talking about black artists who could go away. Yeah, it's not many. It's not many. I think Jay Z has survived it. Jay Z. Nas has survived it. Barely. No, and people still care. I'm not talking about you having like selling a million albums. People still care about Nas putting out music. I mean, and it's starting not to be true for anybody because for anybody, like literally the person who could go away and put out an album and still be relevant would be Eminem. Yeah. And so far on this go round. <laughs> it's not yeah. working out. Nah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. All right. Soldier Boy. Stop it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Half, back to the halftime performance. He put a Soldier no, Boy in. No. So, He's done. Get him out of here. <laughs> Get him out of here. Soldier. He was like, hey, I told y'all I could be in this hood. He was like, what is you doing in this hood? He was like, oh, I thought I, I, thought I could be in the hood. All right, no. Go, go ahead. Halftime performance. Your here are my, okay, one. So I agree with Victoria when she says there was not enough singing. I think there were a lot of snippets. Who y'all think Justin Timberlake is? A singer? No, I understand that. No, I'm not I'm not saying I think he's some amazing vocalist. I'm just saying it felt choppy. However, the progressions mm-hmm. were amazing. Yes. Whoever his music director is, yes. tip that man. Yes. Because the progressions and the chops and the stops and it was um I enjoyed the music mm-hmm. way more than I enjoyed him singing. It was live too. They could have just played that, and I'd been like, "Yo, it was live this music. is dope." It was live music. So on that part, I was I was sold on the music for sure. I don't really care too much for Justin Timberlake. Like, not I don't, I don't hate him, but I don't feel like I love him. It was like, oh, Justin is cool. He's talented. He's he's, he's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had an issue with the marching band. Cause oh I feel my gosh, like I forgot about that. I feel like uh, <laughs> I, he could have got uh, an HBCU marching man exactly. to do that in Minnesota. You could have figured that out. Instead Fly of out. he that flew, up, he flew the band out, and it's uh, fifty-five dancers. Fly the band out. You know the band is like 200, 300 people. They got money for it. Okay. It's the Super Bowl. They got money for it. You spent twenty million on commercial. Uh, nah. Mm-mm. That hey. was also a mood killer hey. having to see somebody dancing offbeat. My in preference. The front. Yes, there was a, <laughs> a little white kid in the bar- really? marching band like, no, that could no, not no. catch the rhythm, bro. <laughs> he was struggling Hence, so hard. Prairie View wasn't doing nothing. They could have came through. I just feel <laughs> like Shout out to Prairie View. My there was my parents met at Prairie View. See? Yeah. Uh I just feel like that would have been, that would have put it over the top for me musically. I'd have been like, yo, good job, Justin. But he didn't do that. And then the Prince thing, I was, I was like, okay. Like, you you, you basically karaoke this man into one of your songs and put a projector uh, of him, a projection of him on 
the thing. Then like fake lit the city up purple. People were like, so gassed over that. All right, like, <laughs> so all right, cool. Um, so I hate it, but I was like, they could have did it without him singing. I'd have been good. I'd have been good with it. And he had no features. I don't know how I feel like, bro. My my only wish was that he would have brought out Insane one more time. He had no features, man. I wanted to see Chris Kirkpatrick one more time. But he brought out Insane a couple years JC ago. JC one good. more time. Just one more time. Yeah, to redeem yourselves. Joy Fatone, one more time. And Joy Fat. Now. Lance Bass, one more time. No, Lance is fat now. No, they both fat. They both fat. Right? Yeah. I thought I had Lance tried it. Lance, remember when Lance tried to go to space? I, I brought that up last time. Did he? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, that, that's your thoughts on the halftime before? That's what I thought. I just, I feel like the music, so the progressions, bro. I'm like sitting there like hearing stuff. I'm like, yo, whoever did. Good. Yes, I thought Good. that was amazing. It was it was amazing. I felt like the um instrumentation was on point and, and like how they low key remixed some songs. Yeah. Um and how like I said, Oh, they're mashing this this and that song up. I thought that was amazing. So here's my take on it. Justin Timberlake, at first when he first came out, I was like, Where is he? You know what yep. I mean? I was like, Where are you? You are, I, was, I was upset for the people in the stadium that weren't getting to see him. He had some off location. No, yeah, I he, really thought he was never coming yeah, out. Yeah, he was like, he was in the stands. Like, he was, under, like, you know, like where they let the players out at. Yeah. He was down there. Like, it, they made it up to be like some club type of thing. But then, like, maybe a quarter of the way through it, I said, oh, he's making his way around the whole stadium. He's literally using the whole stadium. I thought that was amazing how he, you know, so he's in the, um, I don't even know what you call it, but he's in that little tunnel thing. Then he comes out onto this bridge. So he's coming down from the stands. Then he, like he hasn't even made his way to the center stage yet. I mean, he comes down, ultimately comes down to the field. Then he finds his way. Like he was working it. I felt like that part was dope. That aspect of the performance was dope. And then just, through the song selection, which you didn't like, those are all Justin's hits. It is. So it you is don't like Justin Timberlake, really? I do like Justin Timberlake. I can't hear you. I do like Justin Timberlake. I love Justin Timberlake. No, do, I don't love Justin I don't know Timberlake. if you love him I don't if you love didn't Justin like this Timberlake. performance. I think I cannot. I think I can like an artist and not love a performance that they do, though. No, because you said you ain't like the song selection. I I'm said like, I didn't like the song progressions. Did you not say selections? No, she said progression. I did say She said the right, songs I'm going to run this back. Songs are short. And I'm going to insert it I in. Didn't <laughs> right. I didn't say I hated the selections because he did play some of my favorite JT songs. He I was just like, he, go ahead. I just didn't like the progression of it all for me. Mm-hmm. So the songs bothered me. I wasn't interested in the, like the songs he chose. I was like, the songs bothered me. I wasn't interested in the, like the songs he chose. I was like the songs bothered me. I wasn't interested in the, like the songs he chose. I was like he was flexing on y'all. Yeah, I could he was see. I, could, he was like, I, I felt like he was like I'm gonna fit all these 15 songs into this. 10 Boy, minutes. did he though? Into this 10 minutes. Did he? So I, I he could, came out to filthy. Then um, man, he ended on the song he was supposed to end on. He started on the song he was supposed to start on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like it or not, like the song or not, that's yeah. the song he's supposed to start on, and then he yeah, ended he on the song he's supposed to end on. And they went into sexy back. Um, the Prince thing, um, it it made me tear up a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. 
I'm going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Even though Prince ain't like him, and even though he threw shade at Prince on one of his songs or whatever, don't know what song it was. I got to find it. Um, yeah, I just thought, I thought it was big of him to do that. Maybe that was him apologizing. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe. Uh, and then, like, how, like, how the surrounding places lit up. Doing, you know what I mean, to show the print signal because it's, it's, it's in Minnesota. Minnesota so. It's in Minnesota, Respect. where he's from. You know, you know, Justin was just trying to um, be nice, drown himself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka, man. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> um, so we could talk about Philadelphia fans. So Kevin oh, Hart, you can talk about Kevin God. Hart. You can just go straight into Yo, these Philadelphia Kevin. fans. Shout out to Kevin Hart. <laughs> See, and and this, you know what? The funny thing is, like sometimes, like you have to realize that no, no matter how much money you have or don't have, like some white man will always stop you from getting where you want to be. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. An analogy. Anyway, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, according to him. He had a lot to drink. And after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Kevin was caught on camera. Um, He was seen trying to get up to the podium where the players were for the trophy presentation and was swiftly denied access to... uh, to doing so by uh, a security guard, a very large security guard, and Kevin looks like a little kid. <laughs> I had to rewatch the video. He looks like a toddler, Kevin. like compared to this man trying to get past, like <laughs> the security. And I'm like, yo, this is, this is basically a little mama moment. Like this <laughs> is little mama. At the what was it? Was it, it the Grammy? He, he he was trying to make it. He that. was trying to make it that. Yeah, he didn't get there. Nope. But I mean, you see, I mean, he said doesn't care. So, did you see the response video? Yeah, man? yeah. It was like kids don't drink. Blah, 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 blah. I'm still a little tipsy, but who cares? So Philly won, so it doesn't matter. You wanted to rant about these Philadelphia fans. I'm letting you. Oh talk. man, look, man. <laughs> You know what's bad? The Philly fans' reaction is the reason why I'm glad Atlanta hasn't won anything yet. Because I think <laughs> that's how they would act. No. That is how they would uh-uh. act. No. Okay. Uh-uh. And that's no shade to Atlanta. That's so I, much shade to Atlanta. And it's none. I'm like, I live here. I love it here. But I'm like, man, I've experienced fandom without a trophy or without accolades while I've been in Atlanta and I'm like yo this is what they would do somebody would yes somebody would flip a car somebody would be on a roof dancing they were jumping off the uh, the front awning of the Ritz Carlton downtown until it broke yo they let they let it be known that win lose or draw we gone they was riding (laughs) That's what they said. They was like, whether we win or lose. Win or lose, be safe out there, yeah, Philly. We're right into. So I don't understand though, like why are you flipping people's cars though when y'all won though. I, I'm I not do cool. Do not with understand that. that. I when, saw that. Like, and that's the thing. So, like you said, win or lose, 
We going for it. And I'm like, yo, we won. We not mad. Like, don't flip people's cars. <laughs> so yeah, they flipped a couple cars. But and it's all. It was, I love why I love white people. I love y'all. But it was y'all. It was y'all. It was y'all. They only arrested six people. Let's look up these six people. It was probably white. It didn't matter. But that's what I'm saying. Six out of the the probably hundreds of thousands of people that was out in the city last night. It was y'all, white people. It was crazy. It was so crazy. Uh, I don't know. They forgot the Crisco this time, I guess. <laughs> no, no. Did you see anybody on the polls? They probably made it up somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crisco resistant clothes or something. I don't know. <laughs> around it. Anything else on that? No, I'm done, man. Good? Y'all good? No. Shout out to the Super Bowl being in Atlanta next year. Yeah. Is it in Atlanta next it year? Is. Oh, I'm bouncing. I'm not oh, yeah, going for that traffic. I'm, I'm either. Elsewhere. Yeah, I'm probably going to just find my way somewhere out. Just go further yeah. east. Yeah. Just to chill for something. Mm-hmm. I go to Savannah. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm not staying. Go to Savannah for the weekend. Yeah, so, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I thought. That, when was the last time we had the Super Bowl here? Not that long ago, right? It was ninety, ninety something, ninety eight. Like it was that long. Really? I thought I was in college the last time. <laughs> nah, it will trust me. One. No, it was something else. Okay, yeah, hey, I mean, it had to have been right. <laughs> yeah. Um, free meek. Don't forget free free. Are we really saying? Are we really doing that? Free meek. Are we really doing that? <laughs> Oh, are we really doing that? No. I, 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 I wish, uh, let me say this. I wish no, I wish jail on no one. Mm-hmm. I wish prison on no one. I'm not for all this free people stuff. Like, oh, no, 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 no. No, it has to be valid. I'm why not, is he in there? Because the judge was biased. No, no, no. Why Why did the judge have credence to be biased? Like, why was he in there to even so be one, before a judge? So, one, it was three things. One of them was a supposed probation violation that he put papers in for and let them know what exactly. he was doing. And they said, okay. Nah, he stayed leaving the country. He stayed leaving the state no, without he didn't. telling them. He didn't. He didn't. That wasn't. That wasn't even a part of it. And I'm talking about why is you on probation? He was. On, he's been on probation for for ten tw- years. Twelve years. But that's that's a systemic thing. So I'm not. What? I'm not, it's you know. My, so I say this: there are people that have been caught with possession of like marijuana and gotten fifteen years probation, as opposed to somebody white that would get fined. So it's just it's not just I'm not saying it to just like excuse him. Okay. It's like it's colorism in and racism in the the justice system. So it's not it's not just a uh, we like Meek, so let him out. It's like nah, if he shot somebody, bro, you you belong in jail, bro. Like <laughs> like you right. belong in jail. Right. Let that be clear. So part of it was so here's the thing. Part of it was that the judge wanted him to leave Rock Nation to sign with one of her friends' management company. And she also asked him to remix uh <laughs> to remix on bended knees and some other boys to men song and he didn't do it. <laughs> so I'm doing whatever you tell me to do to stay out of jail. So there's a lot of little petty stuff and it was it was <laughs> no, she Bro, she did. How you remix on I mean, shoot, hey, that would be fine. Like, he should have did he that for the did culture. That just for the- <laughs> Come on. So it was it was so it, it was so the prosecution, like the state wasn't even they weren't recommending anything. They were like, nah, these things are excusable, like these are the explanations for them. 
he didn't really break his probation. She was like, nah, he getting two to four. Mm. Like, just like that. So it's more like, so your your district attorney and your prosecution is saying, ah, oh, no, nah, it's okay. Mm. Who the people who are usually the ones to recommend the time that you sign off on. Mm-hmm. She was like, nah, we're going to give him two to four. So, yeah. Not because, it's not free me because we think he's cool and he's black, but like, there's yeah, some things in there that like, yo, like, you shouldn't be able to just do that just because you, you don't like or, yeah. There's more to it. Glad this happened. Yeah. Glad yeah. you said that. Um, speaking of which, they um they came out to um <laughs> the Eagles came out to uh the intro. They did. They came out to the intro. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought <laughs> I was finished. They came out to it. And the pa- I, I I never wanted the Patriots to lose more than in that moment. When they came out to that song, and then the Patriots came out to Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, cool. This is the Little John version. This is the Let's Go." Nope, they just started marching out there. Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I want y'all to lose y'all so bad go. now. Now I want y'all to lose so bad. Y'all could have at least neutralized it." Dang. Um, no, let's stay on staying on the um. On this topic of Philadelphia, and on the top of on the topic of uh, well, it's Black History Month. This is true. Um, before I even get into my Black History yes. Month moment, this is good. What? Because I know what you're gonna talk you about. You know exactly what I'm <laughs> going to talk about. Go ahead. Who uh, <laughs> who who brought it up? I don't, Morgan Freeman, bro. You posted it. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I did. I did send it. Morgan Freeman, when asked about. Black History Month. And this clip is about five yeah. years old at least. Yeah, he basically was like, I don't I don't care for it. Like why should we just why should we have our history relegated to one month? Like mm-hmm. our history is a part of history. Like I don't care for Black History Month. And he was like Did he say something about I think he may have said, uh, is there a white history month? He was like, No. And he and, said I'm Jewish. And he was like, I'm Jewish. I'm like he said, "Is there?" He, he is said, it? "Is there a Jewish History Month?" And he was like, no. "No." He was like, "He was like, do you want one?" He was like, "No." no. <laughs> he was like, "I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't want, want a Black, black History Month. I don't want a Black History Month." <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, it's 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 a very Lon sent it to me. I can see the merits of both sides of it. But my my issue would be with like we can't depend on a a majority culture to one accurately depict the minority culture. Um, I mean, obviously, because it's gonna make them look bad because of what they have done to the minority culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to just going back to how like black people african-americans are in america and why we're even here and spread across the diaspora like they have to like they have to deal with that and nobody wants to face that 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 doesn't feel good that doesn't look good so to depend on (laughs) like to depend on them to accurately like disseminate information about the minority culture like no, I need a Black History Month to do that because I can't trust y'all to teach this throughout the year to the people. Mm-hmm. So I, I get the merits of wanting a Black History Month, 
but the other side of that of course is well we should just be a we are history like we have history we're a part of american of american history like it should be there should be a fight that says it should get to the point where it's like well oh black history oh we already know that we 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 learned that we know that we've been taught that right oh yeah like this is this is a part of our everyday historical context Mm -hmm. and it's not so I can see that there are merits on both sides of that argument. But I think for the moment, man, we need a Black History Month mm-hmm. for the moment just because I feel like I don't know. I mean, there be, may be a time beyond, you know, our lifetime where the black history and the history of African-Americans and Africans across the world is taught day to day and taught honestly and correctly but I don't I don't know when that would be so we need a black history month right now ladies y'all been quiet what up I don't really see a heart like it's almost like when people cause he's not the first person I've heard say like we don't need a black history month but then I'm just kind of like what's the like what's the harm and having it like mm. who is it hurting and in my opinion to no one if anything it's helping because like to your point of saying like people aren't taught the whole story when it comes to teaching history and i feel like black history yeah it's a month but i also don't think that like it's not like after black history month ends we just stop talking about it but right. i feel like this sure. is a month that allows us to like further highlight certain things and make people realize like y'all would not be here like y'all would not have anything you wouldn't have peanut butter traffic lights bro so much all, you would not be able so to much. like you the would not elevator. have anything that's crazy i was definitely about to talk about george washington carver mm-hmm. and i forget who made the traffic light i'm gonna I'm do it next week go ahead but it's just i feel like this is like an opportunity to give black history like the spotlight it has always deserved um but also have people listen like i almost feel like if you didn't have in the in the current climate and society that we live in i feel like if you didn't have this platform right now yeah like no one would listen no one would listen and they'd be like you guys just always want to talk about what your people did it's like yeah we do because y'all don't listen yeah and you don't want to tell the truth and you want to make it seem like you did us a favor Bringing us over here. Garrett Morgan. Garrett Morgan. Traffic light. Traffic light. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, I was I was just going to say that I feel like Black History Month is the same reason there are black student societies at majority white schools. It's it, it's a platform for us to to take what we've already been learning, celebrating, and um, I guess holding up in our households to then showcase to other cultures to give them more because um, let me finish that thought first to give them more context on on our truth because for for kids that are only learning black history during black history month that is the fault of their family and their community because Mm -hmm. i feel like february is the time for us to showcase it's not for us to sit down and let me learn something about my people Mm-hmm. You should have been that. That's your responsibility throughout the year. Right. Um, it's the time when, like, like Victoria said, that other people are paying attention. So 
you can you can showcase that and remind them of those things. But yeah, I mean, ideally we wouldn't need one because people would be interested yeah. at, no matter what time of year it is. But um, we we this is what reality is, and so you know we got to roll with what is. Well, I, I think. I think Black History Month is a reminder to, or should be viewed as a reminder to the rest of America. Look at what we've contributed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And look at how much we've contributed. You know what I'm saying? And so, the obviously, it was implemented because there was a need for it. Maybe next week, I I just need to look up the history of, of Black History Month to begin with. So, it's, or, it started as okay, a... Okay. Yeah. So, I forgot who it was. It started as a, originally it was a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember that. And then it developed into a, a, a week. week. Mm-hmm. And then it became, okay, let's just, let's just make it a black history month. Give them a whole. Just give them a whole. Non-full month. Non-full month. I know, month. right? Yeah. The shortest month of the <laughs> yeah, year. Be happier on a week. Sometime, 29. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, it was, and that's, that's crazy to me, like. To to well no nah, I mean it's not crazy, but we were just asking for a day at first. Imagine like imagine not even asking like man, someone saw the need for like okay man I think we need to at least have a day where we celebrate and highlight these these things because it's important. Yeah. Like you said, traffic lights and and peanut butter and my mom's like you choose Jif right. Thanks watching George Washington Carver. Thanks to right. the black. Thank you to the black man. Right. That's helping you feed your kids every day, um, right? Month in, month out. So that's how it started. It was a day. It became a week. It became a month. Right. So here's my here's my point. This is why we need a Black History Month. I mean, I mean, I'm not even going to say need. Here's why I'm not opposed to the idea or or even the implementation of a month because I literally I went to an HBCU. Went to and and Lon did as well. Yeah. Um. And Lon, I bet you, you know, what I mean, you y'all had orientation at your school, and yeah. I bet y'all had to learn about convocation. Y'all, <laughs> y'all had to learn about these um these um African American heroes, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Literally, I'm a freshman in in college, and my you know I've been inundated with this stuff my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my parents, my, my mom is an educator, my dad is an educator. You know what I mean? They didn't play, and they went to an HBCU themselves. They mm-hmm. didn't play that. You know what I mean? I'm 11 years old reading 400 page books because of like you gonna learn about your history, and it's more than just you being a slave. You know what I'm saying? And these kids, they come to this school, and they they don't know about. They don't know about the Sojourner, um, the Sojourner Truths. They don't know about um, the um, Cecil B. Moores. They don't yeah. know about um, the Thurgood Marshalls. They don't know about these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All they know about is Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King, King Malcolm, Malcolm X, X, and maybe Harriet Tubman, and she's a slave. Maybe Mecca you know Evers. Maybe. Rosa Parks. You know, Rosa, yeah. Yeah. Um, no more than five people. No, right. Don't know it's nothing not about. A... <laughs> don't know nothing about no Madam C J Walker. Don't know know anything about these people. You know what I mean, and their and their mind is blown now because of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. It. I feel like it empower. It helps empower our people, and that's one thing. But also, you talking about we um um yeah. African American history is American history. It that's is. number one. 
built this place. But yeah, we built, you know what I mean, with our blood, sweat, and tears in our bodies. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we're more than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we were inventors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like literally, it's crazy. A person a black person um is credited for creating the cell phone. You know what I mean? But then a uh a black person is is credited for creating the phone itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then a black person is credited credited for creating a cell that uh, allows us to have the smartphones that we have mm. now. Like we have contributed so much, not just to this country, but to society as a whole, to um the world as a whole. You know what I mean? Like when we look at Egypt, where they mm. created mathematics, where mm. they where, where they were like literally the first civilization and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Like where it, it, it causes us, it should cause us to not look at ourselves as like. The second class citizen, mm-hmm. but to say, look, we have that, and this person did this with yeah. way more um, obstacles in their way, way than more. myself. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I, I, I'm sad, I'm deeply saddened by Morgan Freeman saying something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because of those things, someone who, who, um, you know what I mean? Like you're like in your 70s, yeah. early 80s, or whatever it might be, and you got something like that to say. Early 100s. Yeah. Like he was on like, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. Knowing the climate of our country, yeah, and being able to say something like that, I'll never understand that. So that, like, I'm. I would be frustrated if anyone said it, but I'm even more frustrated. Somebody like my grandfather that could be old enough to be my grandfather saying something like that. We don't need that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, we need that. Maybe it should, maybe it should shed light on some other things that we need. Yeah. I mean, but until America gets it, I, I feel like yeah. Keela was alluding to, and everybody's alluding to until, until um, America gets it. Yeah. This is what we have in place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Have in place and have to do. Yes, not just not just for America, but for ourselves. Have to do it. Yeah. Um. So with that said, we were talking about Philadelphia early. I just want to read um something about um Cecil um B. Moore. Um, I'm reading it for the first time, which is crazy. Sorry, I tried. I had a lot of things to do today, but I'm making an effort. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Cecil B. Moore was a prominent figure in Philadelphia's civil rights movement at at a time when the African-American population of Philadelphia was steadily growing, but racially discriminatory practices still prevailed. Born in West Virginia in 1915, Moore moved to Philadelphia after serving in World War II to study law at Temple University. After graduating in 1953, Moore became a defense attorney who specialized in helping working-class African-American clients. The number of working-class African-Americans in Philadelphia grew steadily in the post-World War II period, but an economic downturn beginning in the 1950s made it difficult for working-class individuals to find jobs or afford any services beyond the necessities. Moore's confrontational and direct approach in the courtroom continued when he entered the public sphere to combat social injustice. Two more paragraphs. (laughs) African, this is for the listener. So, I mean, it's for y'all too, but hey. Uh, African Americans made up roughly one third of Philadelphia's population by the 1970s. But racially, 
the racially discriminatory practices routinely affected their lives. Moore's confrontational approach to fighting for the African-American community was powerful but controversial. He did not opt for private negotiations or compromises for what he felt was the right course of action. While president of the Philadelphia branch of the National Association of the Advancement of Colored People, the NCAA, the NAACP. From 1963 to 1967, he encouraged African-Americans to picket and protest for the right to join labor unions, desegregate businesses, and receive better public education. He complemented these tactics with programs aimed at getting the growing African-American community to vote and become more involved with local politics. Moore also restarted, restarted the fight to desegregate Girard College in 1964 and acted as the main attorney on the case until 1968, when the Supreme Court ruled that Girard College's attendance policy was unconstitutional. Some criticized Moore's tactics as too aggressive, but they achieved results and acknowledgement of national civil rights leaders like Martin Luther King Jr. This photograph of Moore, okay, there was a photograph of Moore and Dr. King taken during the struggle to desegregate Girard College in 1965. Moore died from cardiac arrest at age 63 in 1979, but his legacy as a civil rights leader has lived on in numerous acknowledgments around Philadelphia. A section of Columbia Street between Front and 33rd Street was renamed Cecil B. Moore Avenue in 1987. I see that. I see that all the time. Mm-hmm. And the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority, SEPTA, rededicated the Broad Street Line subway station on Cecil B. Moore Avenue as the Cecil B. Moore Station. And Philadelphia is incredible in regards to history itself. It is. This is true. I feel like Philadelphia is like the most American place you could ever be, honestly. Y'all know Philadelphia is like America's first capital, like before um, Washington, D.C.? I didn't know that. Y'all didn't know that? I did not know that. So, it was, yeah, before um, Washington, Washington D.C. or D.C., it was Philadelphia. I think it was, like, around the times where they had the provinces and the colonies. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. wasn't that long, but yeah. for for a while it was. For a long while it was. It's a dope city. I did a half marathon there. Where? Very hilly. Philadelphia. Yeah, man. So, the city of brotherly love. I'm about to try to segue. I, I'm not I'm, You know what I'm going to do I'm going to like Make these connections And then I'm I'm going to like Let y'all maybe Figure out like What a good segue would be Right So we would talk Just talk about The city of brotherly love Like So first of all I know that we don't Have to segue Right but he wow. tries. I be trying. But he tries. Comments. <laughs> comments on the attempts before the attempt right, is over. Speaking of the city of brotherly love, wait. I'm let me explain to, to y'all. Wait, so y'all know what I'm doing. Just in case I don't do well. Just, exactly. just roll. Let y'all know I don't have to do well, it. I know it. But I'm doing this for y'all. I know it. Talk it. All Say right. it. Exactly. <laughs> so Valentine's Day. February. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, now I want to talk about is it overrated, and what it, do you mean by that, so, Mister Married Man? No, I love my wife. I know. I'm not saying that you don't love your wife. That <laughs> those aren't <laughs> mutually. Like, th- yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, in terms of like, 
I'm a Valentine's Day. I'm gonna do something for it. All right. Yeah. It's overrated though. It's still overrated though. Okay, why? And she knows I think that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's the culture. So Valentine's Day to me is synonymous with the engagement ring. Like the engagement. Listen. To repeat me. it. Repeat it. Repeat it. Valentine's Day to me is synonymous with the the idea of the engagement ring. The engagement ring never used to be a thing. The diamond companies created it. Just true. In order to boost their profits, and now it's it's booming to the point where the markup on diamonds at times is upwards of three hundred percent. 300 to 400 percent okay so to me i think the day although in good spirits and i think it should be celebrated i'm not against it but i don't feel like like man don't 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 bend over backwards and go all out and you don't do nothing else for the person that you say you love or that you with for the rest of the year bro i to me that's what makes me feel like it's overrated because I'm like, y'all, none of y'all, y'all not even doing any of this any other time of year. And this one day, is it? I don't know. And I just see too much in the stores. I was Christmas shopping and saw Valentine's Day stuff. It's December. <laughs> that is so crazy to me. So I just feel like. It's commercialized. That's what I probably should say. Okay. From the beginning. <laughs> okay. It's overly commercialized, and I feel like it doesn't have to be all that for you to get that across to someone or to celebrate somebody that you're with. Um. So, yeah, that's my take on Valentine's Day. I, I mean, think, what more can we say after you I say that? Know. You yeah. started off with the facts. <laughs> Maybe don't do that next time. <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's like we have nothing to argue. All right, to next argue. time, no facts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, all right. Let me try to make an attempt. Let me try to make yeah. an attempt, though. See you later, Keila. Appreciate you. Dang. Um, is Valentine's Day overrated? Well, I'll let you go, Victoria. Is it? Yes. Oh Ooh. my gosh, y'all don't <laughs> love love, man. Mm. No, that has nothing to do with not loving love i just think it's too much people put too much pressure around the situation feelings get hurt like oh, there are too many feelings invested get, why, no, what, happened? Me, no. yeah, what happened no what happened exactly i've never been a big valentine's day person like i've just never really gotten it i guess and so but i see like just the pressure that people put around this one day to show show love to someone that they I don't know I don't get it I'm just like I think it's just why choose this one day to man the savage the most the savagery that goes on across the middle school and high schools across the country and the world it's crazy on Valentine's Day the hearts that get broken in in elementary school yeah nah everybody was supposed Mm, to get one supposed to always get something it's middle school is when the yeah it's when it's when it's no that's what I said middle school and high school oh I thought I said yeah yeah (laughs) middle school well by high school you should be over it. You should be, bro. But by you know. high school, you mm. should know whether you whether people like you or not like that. You should be over it by high school. Middle school is when you finding it out. Yeah, for sure. 
Hey, you still gotta shoot your shot though. Huh? So I gotta shoot them shots. I mean, shoot them, but like you pretty much know, like <laughs> what you aiming for around high school. You should. You should. You should. But high school kids are mean, though. Nah, middle school kids are mean. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, after fifth grade, I hated Valentine's Day. Hmm. Is it overrated though? I'm gonna go ahead and say the no. Way it's promoted. I mean. They, they no, my, do that for every holiday. Yeah, they they yeah, monetize that's the thing. I have a lot of issues yeah, with most holidays. I will, yeah, I feel like I should preface it. Like, I have an issue with the way most holidays are promoted. Yeah, so, Valentine's Day isn't just the only one I think comes off as overrated in terms of the marketing around it. I mean, they they push everything. Easter, yeah. Thanksgiving, Halloween. Like, Because I feel like it just destroys like the essence Day. of it. Like, what was it at, like? What is it actually meant for? It all gets clouded. It does. I mean, but the flower companies be making a, a good, a good, good profit. Mm. I'm for that. All right, man, it's overrated. All right, <laughs> all right golly. <laughs> but all right, but here's a here's a real question. Not that your question wasn't a real. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the now, more your question thing. was not a real question. question. The more important thing. You already had like packs that go around with it to shut yeah. us down and Every stuff. Now says. I'm not gonna get my fiance a, a ring either. Don't get her a ring. No, nope, nope. I mean, don't go crazy don't on it, but get her a ring. Engagement ring should be a thing. Get you don't ring. think that engagement ring should be a not thing? Not the way that they are. Y'all wish women thought more like you, yo. Yeah. Well, one. I'll be married right now, probably. <laughs> I feel like literally, <laughs> literally her hand in marriage. Right, right. That's, all. that's all you get. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's too much emphasis put on engagement rings and like the pressure that guys have to go through with like, is the rock big enough? Women who get the rock that somebody yeah, hard. worked hard for Ain't to like get a them. Small, small and rock, then, bro. Like they don't appreciate it. I don't know. I just have an issue with it. I personally do not want. I'm not saying I don't want Woo! anything, but I definitely don't want anything sizable. Because also from a security standpoint and safety standpoint, I just don't want to get robbed. Yeah, don't worry. Um, so, yeah. That's Leave just it house. Yeah, that's small, that's small that's, rock business. Day. Wow. It's a thing. Where he at? Where he at, girl? <laughs> Y'all heard her. Yeah, man. You got a sensible woman right here. Where y'all at, man? <laughs> Who knew? We didn't because we never used to see it. <laughs> Who knew, man? Y'all better get up on this. Good head on her shoulders. For real. All right. Y'all playing. <laughs> nah, question though. I want to know this. Because I've been catching, like, so for the past two years, I've been catching flack for that first episode that I did. So for the, I'll, I'll play it. Maybe. This, should I play it this week or next week? Wait, I don't even know. Play it. Play it this week? Valentine's Day isn't until next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Play mm, next week. Play next week. Play next week. All right. But, a treat. I mean, y'all could, I mean, y'all could it. always <laughs> go back and find it. But, um, yeah, I basically was upset. I was livid. I was so livid that I started a podcast Um, about... Anger turned into passion. Hey, um, people don't go to our church. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um... Yeah, so See, I was upset. I was upset because I bought, so I asked somebody to be my Valentine, right? And they said yes, of course, right? And so I get there and I, I'm, I, I'm bearing gifts. I'm late because I had to get something for them. 
right? So I come and I bear them gifts, you know, I got, got them this, I got them that, and I'm at the table, and I'm like, I'm like, here, here you go. <laughs> I give it to the eight. And, and she goes, thank you. And I was like, and I usually, I never do this. I never, ever do this. Not even on Christmas. I never do this. I said, where's my stuff? <laughs> oh my god where was it it wasn't nowhere she ain't have it she's like I ain't get you nothing she was like I'm here I was like what wait, you mean you here wait what you my mean you here my presence is your presence uh-uh. that's wild uh-uh and then she wanted me to pay I saw <laughs> I am never like this. But on this day, I felt entitled. I said, so we splitting this, right? <laughs> She's like, you, you know what? Yeah, he, yeah. I had a man, I had a, I was angry the rest of the time, like just really trying to, have, I'll let y'all hear the episode. But my, my question is this. So I know, so that I'm not upset. And I'm probably going to argue if you have a different viewpoint than me. But what should occur on a Valentine's date? We're not to, we're not together, right? Cool. You're my Valentine's date. What should occur? Who should be getting gifts? Who should be receiving gifts? Should gifts be given? Where sh- where is a cool place to go? Where should you not go? What is supposed to happen on a Valentine's Day date? Somebody it's somebody it's somebody that you're not with. Yeah. So let's do it two ways. Somebody you with, somebody you're not with. Let's do it with somebody I'm not with, cause Man, I don't know. I think I think it depends on on, on who asked whom. So if if she asked you, I just think everybody should bring something. Like even even if it's a Man, even if it's a card, like a funny card or something, like, like everybody should bring something, at least. Like, I don't think everybody should be empty-handed. Don't assume that you can come empty-handed. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> I'm the gift. I'm here. Uh-uh. She said, but I'm here, though. I'm glad you drove. <laughs> she should have been like, are you going to cover my gas? Nah, nah. nah. I okay. feel like pay for it with that iTunes gift card I got you. I feel like you should do something. I mean, even like go to Target, like get a, get a minion card or something silly. I don't know. I don't know. Something. Something. I don't feel like it should be. Run it down. What should happen on a Valentine's Day day? What should happen, man? Both know. of y'all. I don't Cause know. Because I'm about to go off. I don't know what should happen. I don't have like a precursor for what events I should. Do or not do. I think I've changed that like every every year. I kind of like. There's usually always food involved. I say either I cook or we go somewhere nice mm-hmm. and eat for sure. Um, yeah, and I, I get stuff on Valentine's. Yeah, I don't think I've ever not gotten something from somebody like I was with at the time on Valentine's right. Day. It's always been something, right? Even if it was small or not, like it was, it was always something. It was never. It's just my day. That's your birthday. Yeah, that's your birthday. Um, who you think you, who you think you are, man? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's 
Yeah, that's Valentine's Day to me. Um, I, I'll say that's what I've, I, what I've experienced. I don't know if I would feel anyway, but I haven't had a chance to. I haven't had a chance to deal with <laughs> my thought process on that. So I, I may be. I don't know. I'll be like, okay. Nope. I was wondering, okay. <laughs> what sh- so what should happen, Victoria? You're on a date with somebody, right? You you're definitely on a date. It's a Valentine's Day date. There ain't no getting around it. If you hanging out with somebody on Valentine's Day it's date, a date, it's, it's a date. Cut it out. So what should occur? Tell about the- <laughs> uh, I don't see. Okay, well, I always have to. Pre- I mean, I feel like I should preface this. Like, I personally never had a Valentine. That's not my parents. So, mm. well, all right. Well, like, well, what would you like to happen on that? I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I have no personal Stop inventory it. to pull from on this one. Dang. Um, in your wildest dreams, what takes place? No, not even on a Valentine. I just feel like, <laughs> no. In your tamest dreams, <laughs> realistic <laughs> dreams. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess dinner and then I guess if you're out, like do exchange something. But -hmm. at the same time, I feel like expectations need to be established between people. Like, I feel like that's how feelings get. Like, are you here for a free ride? Or, I don't feel uh, like I, 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 we live in a world where like people. Oh, we live in this. Oh, <laughs> we live in this world now. I can't stand millennials, bro. And I'm a millennial. I can't stand millennials are so flip floppy, so man. So stupid. Listen, I can't stand living in a society where like people need everything explained to them and everything spoon fed to them. I can't stand that. Like, like, do you not know? Like, how would you want to be treated in this situation? That's what I'm thinking about. Like, Dad, you know I'm taking you out. You know we're not together. But, like, like we on a date. I'm like, so, like, all right, you expect to go on, out on another date? Acting like that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad audition. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't need I don't, don't spoon feed I'm not spoon feeding nothing to you because like as first of all if I think enough about you to go out on a Valentine's Day it might mean that I see a little something in you man you know what I mean so if I've already see you not being considerate or not thinking about somebody ain't gonna be no second date mm. I don't care how fine you are mm. I don't care how nice you are on the date I'm be thinking about the whole time this girl did not did bring. Not, and uh, nothing. Like even even if you like, man, I would have gotten you something, but I'm low on funds right now. I would be all right. All right, cool. Give me something. You know what I mean, like, oh man, all right. I didn't. I wasn't able to do this, but I. I mean, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, I always got something on on Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? This was a that was the first time that I never got anything, <laughs> and so I was upset. <laughs> Like you know how this goes. Uh, she broke the streak. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, so like, yeah, my I guess my thing was like I never have a girlfriend, mm. so I always have a Valentine's Day date mm. because I don't. You know what I mean that's I don't mind being alone three hundred and sixty four days out of the year, mm. but that one day when everybody's with somebody, I don't mm. want to be the one not with somebody. That's just it. That's understandable. So, like, you already know that you and I, we we not together. You not with nobody. I'm not with nobody. And this is a day of love. <laughs> and you not you not about to share no love. <laughs> nah, B. 
Nah, B. <laughs> nah. And I, I, I'm expecting the same thing if I'm dating somebody. I'm expecting the same thing if I'm engaged to someone. I'm expecting the same thing if I'm married to someone. Yeah, I'm mean, not. I'm not the only one giving something on this it day. Should I'm be just a little not. something, man. I'm just not. And I know love is not reciprocal. I know that. Yeah. But you're supposed to be showing it on the day. This is the day that you're supposed to be showing it. <laughs> on which I said. This is the day it's supposed to be reciprocal. Like I said, it's overrated. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, I don't even want to go down that whole historic thing, but let's not even do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's not even do it. Um, I mean, this was a question for the whole group, but... Um, it's probably good next week to follow up. But yeah, we should probably save that. Wait, so sh- I have thoughts on this. what? What should I do? You have thoughts on this? Should Christians believe in the one? Yeah. Yeah. I Wait. Well, all right. Well, let's do this because all right, I already know Jared's answer. Jared said no before he left. Mm-hmm. He does not believe in the one. You. Not in the way. Not in the way the culture thinks about it. Because there is this. What is the way that you think about it? The culture has this. I want to go down it. I want to do it. I want to talk about it. Because y'all been trashed this episode. I got to go in like two minutes, but I'm going to give it to you. The culture has this. It's almost (laughs) this mystic understanding. It's like the ring. Mm -hmm. Right? All right, let's not go down. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not go down. Let's not go down. Let's table it. So you, but it's it's like that. Yeah, it's, let's, it's like, do, let's do it next week. Yeah, let's do it next. Because I'm I'm uh, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, yours is. Not I say in the sense that the world. Not in the sense that the world thinks about Bill it because Jake's. because it, not it, now. Not now. I'm I'm gonna go surface because in the way that the world thinks you, about it, you're not going surface. You're not too deep down. It's already deep. All right. Just not 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 like the world. Not the world thinks about right. it. Not we, the way we they will do. Come back, I promise. We'll, yeah. We will come back to this next. Yeah, because that that would be a good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play my excerpt of the of the day. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. I remember that. That was. That was. <laughs> I got so many responses on that thing. They're like, Keith, you are crazy. <laughs> I'm like, nah. I'm just not for you, baby girl. Victoria <laughs> <laughs> uh, be acting like. Just cause I'm not, girl. Um, what's your, uh, what is your take on it? <laughs> my jacket like this. Um, I almost, I'm curious to see how, like, if our opinions differ in what you're saying, because I also don't believe in the one, in the way that like she has one in air quotes. Mm, that's important. In the way that like it's promoted. It's like Valentine's Day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I can't wait to talk about this yeah. next week. <laughs> Ooh. Can't wait to talk. Well, y'all, um, this is Keith and uh Victoria and Lon. Um, and this has been thank God for the group chat. Amen. Uh. Amen. <laughs> don't forget to um don't I feel like I can't do it unless I do it in that voice. What the the MPR <laughs> like yeah. song like yeah. Yeah, don't I, forget to su- subscribe yeah. and follow us on Instagram right. and uh, share share mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> share our podcast with your friends and yeah. your friends friends right we'll be here for you guys right <laughs> thank you um yeah um follow us on um don't forget to follow the Instagram and Instagram Instagram page <laughs> Fresh Air Life that's H E I R um you can find us on www.freshairlife.com um. Uh. Um. Uh, 
and other things. Uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe and like and comment and tell your friends. We appreciate the comments that we've gotten um, on the segment. So, for future reference, we're not. I'm not. I'm no longer putting up the whole video on 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 YouTube. It just takes too long. I'm not doing it. So we just going to break it down into segments. I mean, if you want the full episode, just listen to it on the podcast, on the podcast app, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play. You can find it. We there. Fresh Air Channel. Um, thank y'all for listening. Love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm getting off the phone. I hate it. <laughs> Bye-bye. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Peace. I reached out to another young lady I saw her And you know how sometimes You just get caught in a moment And you'll see a picture of somebody It's like yo She looks She looks exceptionally good looking Today In these pictures Right And sometimes that can get the best of you Sometimes that can Skew Your um, Your judgment Right and she'll probably be listening to this, but that is okay. So hopefully she's going to learn something today. Hopefully she's going to learn something today, and hopefully you will too. So we're about to get to the nitty gritty, and I think I'm finally hitting my stride with this podcast thing right now. This is what I wanted to talk about, right? So, yeah. So I'm, I see her, and and you know we're talking back and forth, and I was like, yo. You look exceptionally good in these pictures, right? In so many words. <laughs> and she's like, thank you. And I'm like, I'm half joking, but I'm half serious. Like, I wouldn't care if she said no, right? So I'm like, do you have a Valentine? And she was like, no, I don't. And I was like, well, you do now, right? So she's like, all right, cool. And she was like, are you going to be here? Are you going to be in Jersey? She's in Jersey. I said, yes, I will be in Jersey. I'm coming to Jersey, right? So I will see you on the 14th. We're going to do this and that. Da, 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 da. She wasn't down with a lot of stuff, which I'm, which was a which was a telltale sign in that moment. But, you know, I hate when I ignore signs. But let's get this. Let's get the basis of this relationship. She is, she is. I'm not going to say a friend, but she is a strong acquaintance. I don't use the term friend lightly. I don't use it loosely. Um, So we know each other. We've known each other for a long time. Her family knows my family. They go back generations, right? Um, When I say generations, maybe like one, right? (laughs) So she, so I'm like, okay. So the day comes, I'm like, I I don't want to be there empty handed. I half didn't want to even do it after a while, right? Because, you know, um, I'm with my friends and they're like, yo, what are you doing Valentine's Day? And I'm like, dang, I got to take this person out. And it, can't, it it became more of a burden than anything. It's like now I don't even want to do it. Um, I know that, you know what I mean? I don't, I, don't, I don't even know why I did it. I know why I did it, but I don't know why I did it. So... You know, push come to shove out, you know, I ask her, I'm like, because I don't want to be doing this all day. We'll see how it goes. So if the day goes well and she's cool during the day, maybe we could get up later on in the day. Maybe it's cool enough 
for her to kick it with my friends. Because when I'm with my friends, I'm with my friends, and I know I'm going to have a good time with my friends. So I'm not trying to have anybody mess that up. Like, don't bring this variable into the equation of, you know what I mean, of a, of a controlled equation. Don't jack up my day that I know is going to go great because I have great friends and we always have a good time together, right? So I'm like, okay, if, if it goes well, maybe I'll bring her, right? So I go to the store that, that day and the day of, I'm a, I'm a day of kind of guy. Um, so I go the day of, I pick up some candy, I pick up a card and I pick up an iTunes card, a $15 iTunes card. That's, that's virtually an album and a half. That's, you know what I mean? That's a month's worth of Apple music, um, a month and a half's worth of Apple music. No, that might even be two months. No, yeah, that's almost two months worth of Apple Music, right? Of a, of the subscription, right? So I'm like, I know she listens to music heavy. She has an iPhone. This will benefit her. She listens to music. She buys music. I'm like, you still buying music? But she buys music. Like, I just have Apple Music. I don't, I don't pirate music or anything like that. Me being a musician... It, it's it's just I don't believe in karma, but I do believe in what goes around comes around. Which, in that term, in that sense, I do believe in karma. Um, so, but yeah, so I bought her. I bought her a fifteen dollar car. That's basically I just spent twenty dollars on you, and we're going out to eat. So I'm like, okay. In my mind, I'm like, she might not know the rules to this. She might not know the rules to this. But I'm so I'm already getting upset. I'll create scenarios in my head and I'll get upset. Right. <laughs> Character flaw. So. So, yeah, so um, I'm I drive to the spot. She's there before me. Um, She got me a seat. That's neither here nor there. So we sit down. I sit down rather. And she's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, what's going on? And I don't see anything with her. I don't. She doesn't have anything in her possession. So I look and I'll say, "Hey, um, I, I, I you know, I gave her the, the stuff that I had." And she was like, "Thank you." And I was like, "Um, yo, so um, what you get me now? I'm now like, let's take a pause real quick. I'm not, I'm not that guy. When I give." 90% of the time, I'm not looking to receive 90% of the time, but I am a reciprocal, I am a reciprocal type of guy. Like and you have to reciprocate in some type of way, right? If I perform an act of service, I do expect to hear a thank you. If I'm, you know what I mean? If I, if I cook dinner for you, I do expect you to clean up, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that, like 50, 50, 100, 100, you go, I, if I go, if you go one mile, I'm going to go two just because I'm appreciative of that one mile, that one extra mile that you went. Right. So I'm not, I'm not really that guy. So don't take me for that guy. I mean, I do stuff out of the kindness of my heart, but when it's not, when it's not appreciated, I do tend to feel away. You know what I mean? As, as um, as um, contrary as I just made that seem. But y- y'all understand where I'm coming from. So I say, hey, so um, what you get me? You'll hardly ever hear me say that. And if I say that, I'm joking. 
But this wasn't the day to be joking. I, I'm dead serious on this day. Valentine's Day is a day like usually nine times out of ten, I don't have a I don't have a Valentine in a pocket. But I do know that that is the one day I don't want to be by myself. I'm always by myself. I like to be by myself. Valentine's Day is not the day that I don't want to be reciprocating some type of love. It's just not. Right? So today was the day where I'm like it's not like it's not like it was Christmas. Christmas, I'm not tripping. I'm not like, what you give me? I'm not tripping off the, off that. Valentine's Day, that's the day for me. You know what I mean? To say, what you if you know what I mean? If we're gonna do it, we're gonna we're gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like if if, we, if you're gonna be my Valentine, you're gonna be my Valentine. That's what's gonna happen, right? Something just dropped. Don't even worry about that. That's mail. Um. So yeah, so I say, hey, yeah, so. Where's my stuff? Maybe it's in her purse or something. I'm I'm thinking. I'm like hoping. Like, don't let me act a fool in this Perkins right now because you ain't get me nothing. So she goes, I ain't get you nothing. You asked me out. I said, wait, wait, wait. In my mind, like my head flew off. Like in my in my mind, I was upset. I was livid. So I just immediately... I I put my head into the menu and I looked at that menu for about 15 minutes. The waitress came with some water and I'm like, thank you. I need that water because I'm getting really upset. My throat is dry because I'm upset. She, you know, and, and the girl, she's like, are you OK? I'm like, mm-hmm. but I'm not trying to be that guy that ruins the day for somebody. Even though I feel like I'm I'm being mistreated right now. So. You know, so I, I try to conjure up some type of conversation, but all the while I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're either going to pay for your own food at this point or like, because this was not a date date, like you're either going to pay for your own food at this point or like you're going to get cursed out something. You know what I mean? Like it's not an option. I'm not paying for your stuff, but I need to figure out how to say this nicely, you know, and I need to figure out how to say, but I got you something without saying, but I got you something, you know, you know, like, wait, why isn't this clicking for her? And I was getting upset just thinking about having to think about that. Um, so, you know, so we talk, she talks to me about some stuff that, that I had spoken to her previously about, I guess, to get the, the wheels turning. Like, well, this 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 jogs his, you know, his conversational self or whatever. You know, so I started talking to her about that. But the whole time I'm thinking, I'm not paying for your stuff. And this is probably the last time that I'm ever going to want to see you again. You know, and I hope she's listening. I really do. I hope you're listening because that was really fouled up in my mind. In my mind, in a lot of people's mind, it was fouled up. Everybody knows this is the day where you exchange stuff. If you're my Valentine, you don't just get. You don't just get. You don't get to get. You get to get and you get to give. Like, what? So, so... The day goes, you know, you know, she brings the check and I was like, so we splitting this, right? I'm like, that was a great way to say it. That's the best thing that I could come up with at this time. So we splitting this, right? I'm like, I'm going to just be, I'm going to just be that guy. I'm going to just be that guy because you were that girl. I'm going to just be that guy. So she goes, you, you know what? Okay. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, it is okay because 
And I told her, and I was like, and I told, I literally said that. I was like, it is okay. You don't know what's in that card. You don't know how much I paid. You don't know how much I have in my bank account. You don't know how much I could have, you know what I mean? You don't know the sacrifice that somebody's making. And this is my point. So this is to women. And this is to any man that's thinking what I'm saying, but doesn't want to articulate it. For whatever reason, probably some woman has them by the neck or something like that. I'm going to say it for all of us. Women, why do you all feel entitled to everything? Why? Like that was, there's some things that you're just entitled to just because you're a woman. And that is your birthright. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? You're, until, you know what I mean, you're supposed to be treated like a woman even I think even to the point when even though you're not sometimes, you know, you're so, we're still, even though you don't carry yourself as a lady, it would be it would be in my best interest to still treat you like a lady. Just be you know, what I mean, if I'm to say that I'm a gentleman, you know, um, there's a lot of things that you're entitled to just because you are a woman. Um, but. Then there are some things that you're not entitled to. There's it's, it's just some things that you don't just get to get just because you're a woman. And I think, you know, what I mean, and I'm like, and I told her, I was like, you, I did not ask you out. I asked you to be my Valentine. So I don't, I'm like, okay, maybe there was a miss, there was a disconnect in our communication somehow to where she felt like she didn't have to do anything for me. On that day. And you're right. She didn't have to do anything for me. We are not together. But how do you expect to get anywhere with someone? So you wanted a date. And you wanted a freak. Like, really? Did you really think that I was going to spend $50 on, on somebody who's not my girlfriend and who I'm not interested in? Like, did you really think that? And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm like, Keith, maybe, maybe, she, maybe she's just... Never had a real Valentine before. Maybe, or maybe this is how it's always done. I'm like, okay, either way, that's, she's been misinformed. You know what I mean? So women, and, and my, and I, I have a mother and I have a sister. So I know how it goes. My mom, she said she never went anywhere without any money. If she went on a date, she went with some money because she knew that she might have to pay. Right? So, so. I don't, I, I just don't get that. Like, no, on, on some days, yeah, sure. If something's established, sure. But if I'm saying, yo, be my Valentine and you're like, oh, okay. Like, did you, like, I don't know where in your mind that says, oh, free meal, free gifts, free candy, free this. And, and then she had the nerve to tell me that she had a lollipop for me. I got to go back to my house and I got you a lollipop. I'm like, she, I'm, I'm, I never want to see you again. In my mind, I was just sitting there like thinking like, yo, I can't wait to get up from this table so I can start my life on never seeing her again. And it was that bad for me at that moment. (laughs) It just, it's, uh. so women, please, please, before you go anywhere, please check your ego at the door. Please check your, um, you know, become valid, you know, validate yourself, validate yourself. Don't allow a date or a man to validate you. Be validated already. Right. Like bring. Yeah. And bring your own money and just and yeah, here's my point. Here's my point. 
You are worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think I think I don't I think I think the Internet is well documented in letting women know at this point that they are worth it. You see, I at least I see um, interviews and um, blogs and all this type of stuff about women being worth it. We get it. You are worth it. But in all your worth and all your worth and all you're getting, please don't forget that that man might be worth it as well. He might be worth it as well. And it just goes back to the golden rule. Treat people how you want to be treated. Treat people how you want to be treated. And, you know, and for me, I just got to remember some, not everybody was raised how I was raised, but at some point you got to learn some stuff. I don't care about that arrested development crap. At some point you got to learn some stuff and I'm here to teach you. I'm here to teach you or I won't be here to teach you one or the other. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. This is a legit product. The key ingredient is testophen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bodies? Models for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BODY to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics samples are not available in stores, so text BODY to 42424 right now. Text BODY to 42424. That's BODY to 42424. And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, there's something about protecting people's homes through Progressive that inspires me. Because I just had an idea for a book. Well, it was originally an idea for a movie based on a play inspired by a podcast. But the idea is how you can save when you bundle home and auto. Hmm, might not be the best idea for a book. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe a radio commercial? Guess we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.